Hello, hello, hello. Uh, once again, I have to do the plug in. Um, we did talk about the invitation and She-Hulk in this episode. I, I wrote it in the show notes. I, I always mean to say it in the actual recording, but it never happens. Uh, but it's in the show notes. If you want to skip those two parts, feel free. Uh, everything else is pretty much basketball. So enjoy. Uh, back on slightly back on track for this episode. Hey Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Babes outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. Hello and welcome back yet again to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I'm one half of the team. Mike Bibbins on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. My body's doing a lot of weird stuff right now. Um, joined as always by my co-host, who is is in the mix right now, tapped in, getting some information on the phone. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but at Minder Reese, Reese Williams, how you how you doing, Reese? <laughs> Feeling good, man. You know, it's 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 actually a good weekend, especially if you're a wrestling fan. It's a good weekend. A lot of wrestling on, you know. Uh, watched some wrestling yesterday afternoon. Just watched some before we recorded the pod. Watching some more tonight. Uh, you know, good uh, weekend if you're a basketball fan. Uh, as I've heard on the timeline, there was a fantastic WNBA playoff game on earlier. Um Euro ba- uh was it a Euro basket game this weekend? It's a lot of Euro basket games. Oh they're, yeah. They're in pool play right now. Yeah, so it's everything for everybody, man. If college football started this weekend, it's something for football fans. Baseball is gearing up to go into the playoffs. It's something for baseball fans, you know. Hockey fans, I don't know what to tell you, but uh yeah, it's something for everybody except y'all. Pretty much. Um yeah, both of my both of my schools won. Yesterday, uh, South Carolina and Delaware. Delaware, okay. I saw they had the viral clip. The dude got the touchdown and then saluted to the stands because they played against Navy. And uh, everybody said that was the coldest celebration for some reason. I don't, I don't know. It was disrespectful a little bit, I guess. Disrespect the troops. Hey, hey, hey. I, I thrive off negativity. <laughs> Apparently, the timeline did too because I had never seen a Delaware football tw- uh, tweet hit my my timeline organically. I didn't even know you were a Delaware football fan. I just thought it was South Carolina. I mean, South Carolina is my my where I did my undergrad. I'm trying to be more involved with where I, the school I got my master's from, and that's Delaware. So, um, I mean, I used to cheer for them back when when Flacco was on the team and stuff like that, but I hadn't really been paying attention in a long time. Um, <clears throat> it's funny. I wanted to be a basketball coach at one point in my uh, youth. And uh, my dream was to coach basketball at the University of Delaware. Long, long story short, oh, I placed to want to coach basketball. I wanted to put Delaware on the map. I wanted them right. like a Gonzaga of the East type thing. Like, okay, the recruiting was right there. You got Philly, Baltimore, New York. Like all those places are so close. Like you should be able to draw a town. Anyway, get. But yeah, the it's been a good week. Slovenia is two on one right now in pool play. I uh, just had a tough loss. Luca played like complete buns down the stretch uh, of today's game. Apparently, it's the first game he has lost as part of Team Slovenia, which is crazy to think about uh, in Eurobasket play. Obviously, they yeah. lost in the Olympics uh, to France and Australia. But as far as like against other European teams, he was undefeated up until 
today. Uh, There was also some drama uh, today. Furkan Korkmaz got into some beef with the Georgians, and it looked like they were going to throw hands on the court. He got ejected, went in the back. Goga Batadze of the Pacers and two dudes that were inactive followed him down the tunnel, jumped him. The trainer who was walking out with him tried to help break it up. And then the Georgia police got involved. Like they said, it could have been up to 30 bodies stomping on cork miles in the back. Uh, it looked like with uh, the Griselda dudes jump Freddie Gibbs, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but uh his ass out. Pause. They and uh the Turkey people the Turkey Turkish team said release the footage or they leave in the tournament. Like they want they want everybody to see how they did my boy court. So what's that? What's that scene in Don't Be a Menace where they stomped dude out and he was flat, like <laughs> melted to the bait. <laughs> hey, Cork I'm sorry, it's not funny. It's not Cork, funny. He no, nah, he tweeted out the three turkey flags, so his hand work at least. I uh, hope they ain't doing like they did that dude at the Dave Chappelle show. Um, it broke his arm. <laughs> I said, I hope they did. Like, we have oh, it. Arm, I, I'm glad that man arm was like, and then they put it in the handcuff. That was <laughs> yo. Oh, like, hey, son, we know you can't do nothing but this, but it's procedure. They said, if we put this thing in a cuff, you dang sure not about to try to pull, <laughs> pull no fast one on us. Ooh. Oh, man, that was wild. Um, I'm gonna pull up the Euro Cup standings since we're here. We might as well, might as well pull it up. So uh, right now, there's there's four groups, four teams from each group is gonna come out uh, into the the they'll do it like a round of sixteen and then a single elimination from there. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> Group A, it looks like Montenegro, Belgium, Turkey. Uh, we'll see what happens with Furkan Korkmaz and if they leave the tournament. And Spain are are leading the way right now, but Georgia did beat Turkey today in that beef, uh, so they have a chance to to, to steal. Bulgaria looks like they're going to be one of the teams that's gone. Group B, Germany's three and zero. They look like they're going to be safe right now with two games left. Uh, and then it's like this is the group of death. Like there's five teams that should be able to advance, but only four can. So Germany looks safe. Uh, Dennis Schroeder has been balling apparently. Uh, Finley, Cuban, and uh, Nico came to watch Germany play yesterday. I heard that. People were making uh, some notes about that. Schroeder yep. had a pretty good game. He's the captain of the German team, which, in my opinion, speaks to them respecting his maturity, maybe a little bit, because, you know, that's really where his problem is, is his attitude. So if they made him the captain, the captain of the German team, I have to feel like there might be a little bit of maturity there. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit more in a bit. <clears throat> Bosnia and Herzegovina, that's um Nurkin them. They that that's who beat Luca today. Uh mm-hmm. Slovenia. Uh Slovenia's two and one with their first loss. France is two and one. Um they lost to Germany, I believe. And then Lithuania with Valentunis and Sabonis, they're 0 and 3. So they right now would be the odd man out. Is is not looking good for them. Um, I kind of feel sorry for him because Luca had beat them to to get to the Olympics last year. It was like the championship game. Whoever won was going to the Olympics, and they beat them on their home court. And then uh, Sabonis's dad, Arvita Sabonis, had to give Luca the MVP trophy in front of his son on their home court. Like it was, it was wild happenings. 
And then Lithuania just lost to Slovenia again the other day. So um, that's an interesting group. Group C, I'll try to run through the rest of these quick. Ukraine is 2-0. Um, so I don't know how the war is going. but they the doing fuck playing over there? They, who's on Ukraine? Yeah. Uh, I'll check that in a second. Greece is 2-0. Uh, Croatia and Italy are the other teams that have wins right now. Great Britain is ass at basketball, so they're probably done. Did you did you think they would be good? I don't know any Great Britain basketball. I've player. never heard a motherfucking NBA say, "Hey, Mike." Wait, that was more Australian than any. Hip hip cherry out. We just gonna keep it moving. Morning, um, and then Estonia. Oh, is the That was a good one. I'm a, I'm gonna keep it moving. All uh, right. Estonia is the other team that looks like they'd be on the uh, the uh, the outside there, and then finally Group D, Serbia. Uh, I believe that's uh, Nurk, uh, not Nurkic, Jokic, and now mm-hmm. Israel with Denny Avdia. Uh, Finland is one and one. Poland is one and one. The Czech Republic lost uh, Sadaransky, so they're probably on the outside looking. And then the Netherlands doesn't really have any NBA people, so they're probably on the outside looking, but. Uh, two more games left, so later this week we'll be in the round of 16, and that's when stuff will really get uh, exciting. Uh, Slovenia does play France in a couple of days, and that could be a big game as well. But where are you watching these games? Uh, ESPN Plus. Okay. I have ESPN Plus because I got the bundle. Deals. Yeah, yeah, I watch it through Hulu, which makes it easy. I just put on Hulu. It tells me whatever's happening live, and I'll just put on a game. Um, America is also playing in the America Cup, which isn't as big a deal usually, but Mexico just beat us the other day. So if the America, America Cup. Yeah, that's what I said. Yep. It's uh, like us. So North America and South America. Like North America, South America, pretty much in the islands and all that good stuff, I think. Nobody care about that. <clears throat> but we just lost to Mexico for the first time ever. So that was exciting. Well, them cholos going off. Them who's? Uh-huh. Them what? Keep going. It was a dude named Amigo giving us buckets. Like no I, way, no I, way. I, I was like, now, now we get beat by Amigo. Like and somebody said he went to Eddie Guerrero and start hooping or some shit. I think he's from Texas too. Like somebody said he went to high school with him on the timeline. Oh wow. Um, who did you ask about Ukraine? Yeah. Okay, Ukraine. Who is like? Is there anybody noteworthy playing over there for them to be? <clears throat> Let's see. I don't. Know. Alex Len is on the team. I said noteworthy. And Svee Mikhailuk is on the team. Okay, Svee Mikhailuk. What? He just got uh, waived the other day. He you know what? A, no, we don't need a we don't need a Svee Mikhailuk. I mean, we need a. You know what? Shoot, he, uh, hey, play I play would play. love Svee. I would love Svee Mikhailuk. I was trying to get him last year for the mm-hmm. for the Mavs, but we need a ball handler, bro. Yeah. So Dennis Schroeder is at the top of my list. Yeah. There. Um, the backup point guard for Germany had my attention, but I realized he's actually older than Dennis, Dennis Schroeder. He's 29, and he's just a bucket getter. He's not like a facilitator. Dennis can at least facilitate a little bit. Real quick, uh, were there any other players you planned on touching on? The last one I wanted to touch on was um, Tyler Dorsey. Okay, that's why I asked because I was about to say, hey, I heard he went. He, he did pretty well. Yeah, he's, he's, he's scored 50 points in the first two games. I'm going to see if I can... I was trying to see if they had like the stats listed out, like who's leading the the scoreboard in that sense, but I don't think they do. Teams, players, new oh stats leaders. Here we go. He's got to be one of the top scores. <clears throat> so let's see. Let's go points per game. Giannis is number two in points per game. 
Uh, twenty. Well, actually, him, him, Tyler Dorsey, and Laurie Markkinen are. All right, it just updated. I think their their game didn't end. Giannis is averaging twenty six a game. Tyler Dorsey and Laurie Markkinen are averaging twenty five a game. Okay. Uh, field goal percentage. Dorsey shooting fifty five point six from the field and fifty seven point nine from three. Laurie Markkinen is from Finland, right? Yeah. So, like, what are they like? Are they Finnish? Yes. Okay. Um, I just I had that in my head, but I was like, that don't sound right. But I don't want it to come off as a joke. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna add some. Uh, I'm gonna add some some notables. So, Lloyd Marketing, we know he just got traded to. Uh, he just got traded to the Jazz. Utah, yeah. Zion and Musa, who was with Brooklyn for a little while, mm-hmm. um, he's a free agent. Well, he's playing in Europe right now. He's he's having a hell of a tournament right now. He's averaging twenty three point seven. Uh, 61% from the field, 50% from three. He just cooked Luca and them today. Um, trying to see if they're the rest of these guys are under contract. So like Denny of is playing well, Jonas Valanciunas, Franz Wagner, Nikola Jokic, Dennis Schroeder, who is also a free agent right now. He's having a good, good run. Seti Osman for uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Seti Osman is playing well. Alper and Shingun. Uh, Svi Mikhailuk, who I just said is a free agent. Uh, Big Nurk, Bojan Bogdanovic, who's on the trade block. And then Luka's 22nd in scoring right now. Mm. And then you get okay. uh, then, then you get down to Willie Hernan Gomez. You get um, Mamu, Mamu from from the, the Bucks, Evan Fournier, Vlako Konkar from the Nuggets, Goran Dragic, who just signed with the Bulls, uh, Gershon Yabusele. Is the last guy I wanted to mention. Um, these are just all the top scores. Uh, he was a guy who I said could be like a Draymond type in the sense that he's kind of a Swiss Army knife for France. He can score a little bit. He's kind of short and chunky, but like athletic, really long arms. He plays defense, like he can defend multiple positions. He rebounds. He's just kind of a Swiss Army knife type of guy that you could add to a pretty established team. So I'd be interested to see if he comes back to the States at some point. Uh, the last oh, I will mention one more guy. Vasilij Micic was is the Euroleague MVP. Um, <clears throat> he's flirted with coming over multiple times, but he's scared that he'll come over and disappear. So, like, he's only gonna come over if he's getting at least six million, five or six million. He's guaranteed either a starting spot or like a six man spot. And who, so, who this motherfucker think he is? The best player in Europe that hasn't come to the NBA yet. Okay. Um, he's like a six-five guard score. Uh, How old is he? Make he's twenty-nine now. Fuck no, he's, he's out of his, his mind. He's in his prime. He was close to signing with the Bulls this year. I don't know what happened, why it felt. I think he got cold feet at the last second and decided to stay in Europe. So he pussy. That's the that's my fear now. Is like. At this point, you might have waited too long, my boy. Yeah, you're 29, brother. But depending on what happens this year, he could definitely be a guy that we could throw a mid-level at next year. Who's we? Um, the Mavericks. Okay. He, he would fit what we do well. Okay. And he's st- on our timeline. Like, Because, again, we're not going by Luka on our timeline. Everybody else on our team is 30. So he would be right in line with that. Um, well, I'm not going to you know, talk about the dude's game if I haven't seen him play. But waiting that long and saying you're not coming unless you're expecting unless you're getting a six-man role or a starting spot that's not gonna happen brother 
Right. And that's the thing. Like the only teams that were really going to be able to sign him were trash ass teams. And he doesn't want that either. Like he wants to be on a contender starting <laughs> on six man. It's like, dog, like they your ass in Europe, brother. <laughs> that's pretty much what happened with the bulls. It seems like, uh, and then of course they signed Dragic. So, um, It'll be he's been a guy that people keep bringing up from year to year, so it'll be interesting to watch if he's on our uh, radar for next year. Um, I did want to talk about Eurobasket. I did not expect we would jump straight into it like that, but here we are. Um, you haven't watched any of the games? No. Are you going to wait for the round of sixteen, or you might jump in? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> the good thing, or I don't know if it's a good thing or not. It's probably not for my productivity. But the games are like in the middle of the day. So like today, I think the first game started at eight thirty, and eight thirty, like, yeah, a.m. Yes, I thought you said middle of the day. So today was a Sunday, so they started earlier. Okay, like, uh, actually tomorrow the first game is at eight a.m. Uh, they go eight a.m., eight fifteen, eleven a.m., eleven thirty, and then three o'clock. There's two games. Yeah, that's not that's that's probably middle of the day for them. It's not middle of the day for me. I mean, middle of the work day is what I meant. <clears throat> so that like ain't 11 o'clock. Okay. That's different. I'm at work. I can't watch. <clears throat> I think I'm off tomorrow. So uh, Greece plays Great Britain. <laughs> that's not a game. Uh, <laughs> Y'all is about to cook them boys. So yeah, I'll just go through the Monday schedule real quick. Turn the motherfuckers in the tea and crumpets. Ukraine and Italy should be an interesting one. Ukraine has not lost yet. Um, Italy lost. Uh, Gallinari, Serbia and Finland. That's that's gonna be the that's that's the game probably today. Um, marketing has been balling, so uh, that's pretty much it for Monday. And then Tuesday's Luca's next game, Slovenia versus Germany. We know that uh, Luca and and Mo Wagner have beef. I don't think Mo's on the team though. Serbia and Israel play each other on Tuesday. Greece versus Ukraine. We said it wasn't. Oh, yes. Yeah, Bosnia versus France. That's going to be a game. Um, mm-hmm. Gobert versus Nurkic. That's at 830, though. So that's uh, I'll be working. So I'll be up. And then group play ends. I'm trying to find where group play ends. Thursday, I believe, is the last day of group play. And so Saturday is when the real tournament starts. So keep that in mind. WNBA. Just get this out of the way. WNBA. uh, Game three of both series was today. Uh, I believe the Chicago Sky won their game against Mm -hmm. Connecticut. What round is this? This is the semifinals. Okay. Um, the finals will be the next round. Yeah. So Candace Parker's up, and then the Aces played the the Storm today. That game was crazy. Multiple times I thought the game was over for both teams, and they ended up going to overtime, and then Las Vegas just blew it out from in overtime. Like they they stopped forgetting. So what teams are left? Besides, okay, it's the Aces and Storm. Who's on the other side? Connecticut and uh, Chicago. Chicago. Uh, I'm pulling for the Aces. Who the fuck plays for Connecticut? They have good players, but they're not like names that people okay. 
they don't they're have like selling, a they're not they selling merch. A collective. The people call them the jazz of the WNBA. I don't. I, people know Donovan Mitchell. I don't think they're that. all really good, but they're not. But but they never get it done. And okay, you could say they have a player that could be a sexy name, but she's not a sexy name. Like they don't have a Candace Parker. They don't have a Sue Bird. They don't have an Asia Wilson. They don't have a star. <clears throat> they kind of do, but. Nobody. I mean, I. I personally, I can't even think of what her name is right now. Like I was, I'm dancing around it. So she's not a star. Um, she's talent wise, she is. Okay, that's what I mean. I don't yeah. mean like they're you know, they're they have, I mean they're, like as far as ability. I want to say she was. Was she the MVP last year? I think she was the MVP last year. Hold on. <sighs> I, I'm mad that I can't think of this woman's name right now. But that just kind of. Proves my point. Um, I want to say Jonquel Jones. I think I've heard that name. Am I looking at stats? No. This is their actual physical appearance. Anyway. uh, Yes, the Connecticut Sun. Uh, That's the team that I least want to see in the finals, honestly. Chicago would be the first WNBA team to repeat since like 2003, which is crazy because the league's only been around since like 97, 98. Yeah, I remember the Comets won like four fucking championships in a row. Yeah. And in the beginning, yeah, it was they, yeah. Had, they had a ridiculously t- t- stacked team. Um, yeah, John Paul Jones is their leading scorer. I just had to make sure I wasn't tripping. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, Chicago has Candace Parker. That's a selling point. Sue Bird's in her final year for the the Storm, so that's a selling point. And she's been balling. Give me aces and fucking uh, Sky. That's 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 the one I want, and then I want the aces to beat the Sky. Um, but it would like, but I wouldn't be mad if the Sky won just because that's a cool story. Uh, Candace Parker's my goat. So, speaking of WNBA goats, great segue. I still plan to do the WNBA GOAT series, which um, I'm, I'm going to wait for the season to end first. Did you ever finish? I finished it. I just didn't put it out. <laughs> uh, so what I'm, I'm going to do... I'm talk about a whole different GOAT series, and they never put out the... So what I'm going to do at this point, I'll put out the list from last year, and mm-hmm. then I'll do a completely new series for, for this year before the season. Okay, gotcha. Um, I'll update it basically, and I got some ideas for things I want to do with it, but I don't want to talk about that because I need to actually put the list together first. So there's that. Um, yeah, it's it's a way that I'm going to try to drive traffic to my website more by putting these lists and shit out. Um, any other questions? Nope. WNBA Euro Basket covered. We are about 23 minutes into this podcast and you know me i listen to a lot of podcasts as well <clears throat> and when i do you know sometimes you know uh i'm at home you know i listen to it on speaker usually if i'm by myself at home but every now and then i'll be cutting the grass or i'll be in the store and um when i do i like to to wear headphones Okay. And uh, so, like lately, for for example, when I go to the store, I like to listen to a true crime podcast, uh, Anatomy of Murder. Uh, 
is a good one. Going West is another one that I like to listen to, usually because their episodes are less than an hour and I want to actually finish them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I do, <clears throat> I like to use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do so. Okay. Um, Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. Uh, they have optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit. The gel tips? Let me tell you about them gel tips. Like like I mentioned, I cut the grass sometimes when I'm doing it. Ain't nothing worse than cutting the grass and, and you getting the vibrations a little bit and an earbud fall out your ear and you got to hope that it don't fall under the lawnmower. So the gel tips on the Raycon earbuds keep them in your ears better than anything, any headphone I've ever had. Airbuds, please. Or AirPods. Some things do not stay in your ears for nothing. They don't have the custom gel tips like this. So um, they also give you <clears throat> eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. So without charging them, 32 hours of battery life. If you are playing them live, so if you have a cross-country flight, whatever, eight straight hours of, of playtime. Raycons are priced just right. You get the quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. That's that's the part that I, I can't emphasize enough. It's no wonder that Raycons everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Again, if I have to focus on just a couple features that I really would want to push to the forefront, they have three customizable sound profiles. So everybody, when you hear, you, everybody's ears aren't the same. So being able to customize the sound profile that's coming through the speakers is perfect. Now, along with that, they have noise isolation. When I'm in the store and I'm shopping and I'm trying to listen to my podcast, I'm not trying to hear Becky Sue yelling at her kids in the background. You feel me? I'm not trying to hear, get down from there, Cletus. I didn't told you seven times. I'm not trying to hear that in the background. So the noise isolation on these earbuds makes that a possibility. Lastly, the earbud tap functions. The earbud tap functions. Usually I have a little bit of trouble with this in different earbuds, but not with the Raycons. If I want to pause it, boom, quick tap. If I want to to go to the next song, let's say if I'm listening to some music, if I want to go to the next song, tap the other ear, we're good to go. And you can customize what they do with each ear tap. now how can you get some you may be asking that's easy go to buyraycon.com slash tbpn today to get 15 percent off your raycon order that's buy b-u-y raycon.com slash tbpn to score 15 percent off one more time, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash T-B-P-N, 15% off your Raycon earbuds. Let's get back to the show. Any comments? Uh, no, that was, that was actually uh, well executed. Fantastically done, sir. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was very good. Um, 
you want to talk about uh <clears throat> Seahawk and invitation quickly or you want to do that now? Yeah, we could do that now. Do the survey last? Yeah. Okay. Um <clears throat> so we're both watching She-Hulk. I assume you watch it the day it comes out. I know I do. Um, three episodes in. So a couple of podcasts that I listened to, I haven't listened to yet because they have either watched all four or they did a review that covered all four. Uh, so we'll be able to listen to those next. We're waiting till after the fourth episode. Yeah, just to be safe <clears throat> right. on one of them. How are you feeling about the show so far? Um, it's cool so far. Uh, I can't remember where I saw this poll. I think it was on YouTube. Somebody was like, how would you grade She-Hulk so far? And it'll probably be like a B or a C for me. Uh, C plus at the lowest. Um, it's it's Look, it's supposed to be a comedy. It's supposed to be a legal comedy. It's delivering on the funny for me. Right. Like, I know comedy is subjective, so it's not going to hit for everybody. But uh, for the most part, it's delivering for me. I'm not expecting anything serious out of this. You know, no deep stories. Um, I did enjoy the last episode with Emil Blonsky, the abomination and, uh, the Megan, the stallion case. I thought that was funny. Uh, they set it up nicely for, for the ending. Um, uh, but it's cool so far, you know, I'm not, uh, not disappointed by it. Maybe it's cause my expectations were so low as well. Uh, I wasn't excited for this. I wasn't looking forward to it. So maybe that helps in my enjoyment, but I'm taking it for what it is so far. I like it. Yeah, I had absolutely no expectations coming in, which is something I'm trying to do going forward with the MCU is just not creating any expectations. Like even for the properties that I somewhat know, like Black Panther, Yeah, just coming in with a blank slate, seeing what they give me and then reacting from there. So uh, like you said, I think it's funny. I think the characters are funny. I think the the situations are funny. <clears throat> I enjoyed seeing her in the courtroom. This or not really a courtroom. I guess it was a parole hearing, but yeah, seeing how she worked the legal process, the, the finding the witnesses, um, the Wong situation was hilarious. I saw the the Wong joint. I don't know. I can say this part. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna put the disclaimer in the front. Okay. Um, the Wong the Wong joint was funny because in my head I'm like. They about to try to send this motherfucker to jail because he just admitted to breaking out of prison. And they was like, you know, that's a federal offense. He said, I'll be taking my leave now. <laughs> he did. Like, we know how Wong is that. We know how Wong do. Like, he he not sticking around for nothing. Not sticking around for nothing. Uh Wong, Wong said I'm Wong the MVP of, of the MCU at this point, man. Yeah, Wong, Wong, Wong is uh, he, he's everywhere. He's Mister Everything, Mister yeah. Mr., Mr. Worldwide. Everything, everything, bagel, man. <laughs> so, uh, the funny thing, I didn't catch this live. I'm glad I listened to Super Nerds podcasts. Uh, they when the when the paralegal was trying to find Wong, she was like, "I found two profiles online." So he's either a sorcerer supreme or a librarian, uh, blah blah blah. But when she pulled up the profile, it was like a fake LinkedIn. Yeah. Apparently, he was like a Target associate for nine years or something. Said on there <laughs> before he became a librarian. I did not see that. It, it said Target associate. It was like a nine year span. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know something I want to talk about for lat- for episode two. How the fuck was Bruce getting cell phone service in space? <laughs> That's what I was like. Now it cut off when he took hyperspeed or whatever, but right. 
Bro was in space like it was nothing. Like just strolling in space, talking on the phone. Like, what service you got, brother? I'm about to say, like, who y'all need to do an advertisement? I go into the freezer at work, and my service cut out sometimes. Man, look, yeah, that was like when they showed he was in space. I was like, how is he on the phone? Then it cut off, like when they like dipped off in hyperspace. But maybe they were just outside. Like they might have been right beside the satellite. Nah, bro. Uh, it looked like he was right above Earth before the thing took off hyperspeed. I don't care. That's space. Speaking of which, I mean, we spoiling everything for episode three. I put the disclaimer in the front, so I don't care. Um, and This is where the listening to Super Nerds kind of backfires. And I don't know anything about no spoilers. I don't know about no trailers or nothing. But they believe that, that Hope might have made a baby out there. And that's why he, he had to go. Uh, that's not that's just speculation that's like right, 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 that right. hasn't been settled shown in any <clears throat> so. right 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 so but that's what the super nerds are talking about they think he might be going to get hulkling i told you about that game i play <clears throat> oh shit is hulkling in the game hulkling is definitely definitely in the game jesus christ i actually just got a got one and, uh, and um yeah so so that's okay. there um, oh, coming. <laughs> like, I mean, at this I, point, the game confirms it all. Yeah, it's uh, and I, like Wiccan was added recently as well, but we already know Wiccan. Yeah. So, um, Wiccan and Hulkling were added together because right. I think they're a couple in the comics or something like yeah. that. So he went out to get his son, um, allegedly, and. At the end of the episode, they actually introduced some stakes and then let me know where this might be going. Like they gave us the little fun show, but then they at the end she gets jumped by some dudes who apparently are like uh big in the comics. Yes, um <clears throat> wrecking, wrecking crew. crew. Yeah. And they have uh the powered weapons. I think in the comics they actually had powers. Yeah. Um, but in here, they just have the the, the weapons from Asgardian weapons. Asgardian weapons. Uh, I think she asked him like, "Would you steal these from an Asgardian construction crew?" And he was like, say, "Yeah, yeah." Um, somebody pointed out that one of the characters that's white on the show is actually black in the comics, and it's a big deal. So they were a little bit questioning why they would do that. Um, but they also said that the actor they got is a known guy. I, I don't know him, but they said he's a known. I guy. didn't recognize any of those guys. I ain't either. Um, but then they also said that, uh, man, look, they, these super nerds be giving me all the info that I don't even necessarily want to know. But sometimes I do. It was a there was a black guy, I think, on the news or something whose last name was Wilson, who apparently is Sam Wilson's brother in the comics. And they said they don't think he's going to be his cousin here. But they, because they use that character, they think that he might like play a larger role later, um, and maybe they'll make him his cousin or something like that. But I can't think of who the character was. I would have to pull up the the show notes <clears throat> or the show details. Um, what else? What else? The Megan the Stallion controversy. People were mad about the twerking scene in the post credit, which again was a post credit. And apparently they only did that scene because the actress that plays She-Hulk wanted a scene with Meg Thee Stallion because she's a big Well, if you saw the behind the scenes of her and MoCap doing the scenes, she looks like she's having the time of her fucking life. So Right. 
Like it felt authentic. Like she said, like I'll kill for you, Meg the Stallion. Like yeah, that didn't sound like acting. <laughs> <laughs> like I will say this. I didn't like the scene because I thought it was corny. But I can't say it doesn't fit in with the show. Yeah, and she, also it wasn't a part of the episode. It was a post credit scene. Right. She like signed when I found and then she started dancing. Like when I first saw it, I tweeted out like I tweeted in a joking way. I'm pretty sure people probably thought I was serious because I didn't put LOL. But I quote tweeted and I said, All right, this way I draw the line. Now, granted, I said this way I draw the line because I line because I was like, this is fucking stupid. But <laughs> I was like, All right, what's Zach Snyder talking about, bro? This way I draw the line. Like I'm pretty sure people thought I was serious. It wasn't that deep. Yeah. Because I commented <clears throat> The show is still good. The show is still funny. I just didn't like this. But it's a post-credit scene. It's not out of character for She-Hulk, whether it be this show or the comics. Right. So, I mean, I don't have a big problem with it. I was just like, eh, whatever. It ain't for me. But if somebody else like it, cool. If you don't, if somebody don't like it, cool. But all the extra shit on the, on the internet, come on, bro. They're doing way too much on the internet. Way too much. And it's like <sighs> hating from outside the club mostly. It's not people that's watching the show. Yeah. It's just people that want to shit on it for no There's way. a lot of people who just don't like Marvel or guys who are DC guys and can't wait to talk shit. And they like, ah, oh, see, look, this is what y'all doing. While Zack Snyder got us over here brooding about everything and everything's dark. It's like, bro, we can have both. Right. And 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 I think one thing that I said about these shows now is that as the the universe continues to get bigger and bigger, everything can't be for for everybody. No, that's not how the comics work either. Like you like certain characters, you read their comics. When they come together, you read those, of course. But like most comics have their own fan, most characters have their own fan base. Yeah, and it's good for the characters to be different. Like I love that Miss Marvel is a kid. You know what I mean? I love that. The She-Hulk now is a raunch, a woman who who's who's on on the dating apps and twerking with Meg the Stallion. Like, do are, do women like this not exist? I I think so. So like she just turned into She-Hulk. She's still like living right, as a she, regular woman. Like right, she's a regular ass woman. She's not even woman. a superhero. Like, what have we seen her do that's super heroic? Exactly. Like she don't want to be a superhero. Look at her as a regular ass woman, like who happens to be a hawk. Who happened to to get her blood messed up and now she can get she can turn into a six eight woman and play in the WNBA probably, but that I'd smash. Like the dude in the video clip. Yo, when he said that, I died. I had to pause he was it. like, yo, I'm gonna be honest. I smash. I was in Chick-fil-A parking lot. I was in Chick-fil-A parking lot watching it on my lunch break. I was <laughs> dying, bro. I mean, and it's that's what I was gonna say. Like that whole clip of like people reacting to her existence, it's the same shit you see on the timeline. That's because they pulled those from real. Like I heard they pulled those from like real tweets. Perfect, man. Like there's the show is so self aware, and I said this after the first two episodes. Things that people are complaining about are being addressed in the episodes. Literally, the beginning of the episode, she's like, "Don't think this is a cameo every week," because people were saying. Oh, uh, this show is just here to introduce Daredevil. She's like, don't forget whose show this really is. Right. They know, and, bro. They're not. Yeah. And again, it it speaks to the intelligence of the writers because, like, Miss Marvel, for example, 
they did some stuff in the early episodes that people questioned. Now they paid it off later in later episodes, but you had to wait weeks to get those answers. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Whereas Miss She-Hulk is introducing something and also telling you right away that they know what the fuck they're doing. To leave them alone. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Like everything is intentional. And She-Hulk is the type of show. I think they talked about it on um uh I was about to say Raycon. Damn. They got wow. <laughs> What's the name of this show? I think it's X-Ray Vision is the podcast. Uh, they were talking about it on there. It's like a low stake show. Like we haven't been introduced to any crazy stakes where you can introduce, you can broaden the world. Like we get an idea of what's going on outside of the, the life shattering, earth shattering, world shattering events. Um, like a, a, a lady from Asgard turning into Meg Thee Stallion and scamming dudes like that's something somebody would do in real life. Right. That's some interesting stuff. So, and then uh, at the end, again, the record crew attacks her. One of them tried to stab her with a needle that broke. So that let me know somebody out there is trying to get this whole blood. That's the major stakes of the show now. Like that introduced. That's the boss. So we'll find out who his boss is. I'm guessing. Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be introduced to the boss at some point, most likely. Um, will they go after Abomination, who has just been told not to turn into Abomination? So the reason they couldn't get She-Hulk's blood is because she was in She-Hulk form, and they couldn't penetrate her skin. If Abomination, if old buddy's been told not to turn into Abomination, will they slide up on him? That's going to play a lot in the Thunderbolts as well. Exactly. Uh, speaking of Thunderbolts, you are uh, they i got an alert on imd pro the florence P. i heard for uh thunderbolts oh, oh girl yeah shout out to florence pew hit my line um see that's that's that bullshit that's that bullshit because i told you i said i told you you was like no nah, i don't like that milk and i'm like bro you love florence pew why are you even sitting here lying he's like i don't love it like that all right built different right um built different got you Anyway, uh, <clears throat> so I'm curious to see. So I think next week is supposed to be a big episode. Um, my only problem with the show, this is what I'll say. My only problem with the show, I get what they're doing. I understand what they're doing. I, I'm, I'm having fun with it. It feels like it's going very fast. Like stuff is happening. Like nothing is building up. Uh, until we get that last scene of the episode with the needle, like now we've got something to to look forward to. But everything else was just happening. Like I wasn't having time to process it, but before it was resolved. I know this is beating a dead horse, but she looks awful, bro. That twerking scene looks like a fucking video game, and it wouldn't bother me as much. Is Abomination looked fantastic. Yeah, that's what I was confused. Paul looks like, fantastic. The star of the show looks like shit. So we're saying her design is the issue. Yes. I think so. It's not the CGI on the show as a whole. <clears throat> it's her CGI. It's her specific design. And I wonder if it's because... I mean, I guess Hulk has some of Mark Ruffalo's features. He does. But they put a lot of her features in the face, and I think that's the problem. I don't think that's the problem because Hulk has a lot of Mark Ruffalo's features. 
like even before Smart Hulk, he had Mark Ruffalo's features, but now more so. Yeah, he does have more, and they they did fine with him. It's the color, I think. She's like glowing most of the time. She looks like she's glowing because her CGI is shit. I know they have a six five lady on site for reference for the height, but I don't. You said that they're doing motion capture with Tatiana, right? Yes. I think that's the main. That's another. That's the issue with how she moves, because Tatiana is tiny, if, as far as I'm concerned. As far as she's literally tiny. And so then when they blow up her motions, it doesn't look right because her little ass legs are moving faster, and then the big body is. Yeah, it doesn't match. It doesn't line up nicely. They should have used the tall chick for motion capture. And then we probably would have a lot less issues. But we're here now. But uh I'm I'm trying I don't I just don't look at her in the eyes. Uh, <laughs> and we're good. Um Yeah. Speaking of not looking her in the eyes. Uh, I I want to I want to make just mention this really quickly. I've been catching up on some of the shows that I put off, and so I watched. Um, yo, what the fuck was that segue? It was trash. Okay. Watched, <laughs> uh, well, it could work now. That I'm thinking about it. I watched the boys diabolical last night. Okay. Uh, the animated joint. It's like eight standalone episodes with like different writers, different animation, and stuff like that. One of the episodes won an Emmy. Um, two of them were nominated, one of them won. The one that won was actually really good. It's called Boyd in 3D. Um, I forget who's behind it. I want to say Eliza Schlesinger or something like that. I no idea who that is. Hold on, Eliza, the chick from uh Broad City, is it? I don't know. All right, all right, let me pop in with a correction real quick. It was Alana Glazer. And I believe her brother also uh, wrote part of the episode. So uh, Alana Glazer from uh, from Broad City. So sorry about that. Um, it was an episode where basically it was like a guy, a nerdy guy and his like neighbor chick who was always dating like assholes. And but he didn't think he had to look to get her. And then Vought gave has some chemical where you can rub it in your face and imagine the face you want to have. And he was, became handsome. And then he hollered at old girl. And it's like a love story based on that. Um, and then they become like super famous. They become like Instagram influencer types. She ends up using the cream and turning herself into something and da 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 da. Um, and then it has like a twist at the end that I wasn't ready for. But that episode won an Emmy. It was actually really good. They're like 12 minutes long, these episodes. Um, there was another episode with Aquafina that was complete ass. Literally, we ain't got to talk about that. I'm gonna just have you seen it? No, but you said Aquafina. So the episode she drinks some compound V and she shits out a talking turd. All right, yo, come on. And that's how that was her power is manipulate poop. Come on, so they were all over the place. There were probably five five out of the eight were good uh, or were fine. And then there was like maybe two or three that were great, uh, including that Boyd in 3D one. So that was interesting. I watched my show Working Moms, which I don't, 
has six seasons, and the seventh season is, season is going to be the final one. It's yeah. it's a fun show, man. I, I can't lie, it's a fun show. Um, raunchy women, all business women, and uh, I laugh. It's the episodes are like twenty minutes, so it's a quick, easy watch for me. The other thing I watched this weekend <clears throat> was the invitation. Now I know you had seen it last week. What were your thoughts? Mid at best. Um, I think I talked about this last week on the pod. Um, I may have enjoyed it more if I either didn't see the trailers or they didn't reveal as much as they did in the trailers, but them revealing as much as they did. And then like, I didn't expect this to be a romance film, basically. Like I knew there would be some hints of it based off of the trailers, you know, but I didn't expect 80% of this to be romance. And then the shit that I knew this movie was really about, which I don't think I was supposed to know, but they revealed so much in the trailer that they show you the twist in the trailer or what happens after the twist. As far as okay, when you yeah, say what the, the, what the whole when you point say the twist, you mean the dinner? Yeah, they literally show that scene in the trailer. Oh yeah, you had no chance to enjoy the movie. But I don't think I don't. Okay, there's a disclaimer, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna, I'm gonna just I'm a I'm not gonna go into detail spoiling anything, but I'm gonna say something that's gonna be a spoiler. I don't think the trailer was meant for us to know that they were vampires. Oh, that's a hell of a spoiler. But it's obvious in the trailer. Okay. But it's like it's obvious, but I it's obvious, but I don't think they thought it was obvious. Okay. Because when I've listened to some reviews, some people said, you know, I didn't see this, but apparently some people told me it was in the trailer. Like that, like the scene is in the trailer. They're at the dinner. Right. They slit the chick's throat. In the trailer. In the trailer. In the trailer. So it's if you're the watching trailer. the movie, you're like, when do we get to this? Not exactly. That's the issue. And it's like, they don't show him drinking blood or anything, but they show Walter laughing and I see his teeth. Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay. I get it now. Like, even. Okay, even what happens to her, what she does at the end to counteract, I knew that was going to happen. They didn't show it in the trailer, but the last, the very last trailer that came out or whatever, or the main trailer, the very last shot is her in a dress with blood. And I'm like, warning to the movie, once they find out what she, what, what they what he what they are right and they say what the plan is i said okay i know what she's gonna do to fight back like so now that you gave up the main twist in the trailer which means i'm waiting all movie for y'all to be like all right i know what y'all are like let's get to that that would have pissed me off if i saw the trailer i'm waiting all movie and they wait till literally almost like the end of the movie to get to that point <clears throat> then when they finally get there there's another twist that technically y'all ruined in the trailer by showing me that shot. 
And y'all didn't need to show me that because you already showed the title in the trailer and you could have ended it there. They showed that shot after the title came up in the trailer. Like at the end of the trailer when they showed the title. Gotcha. It's like that wasn't necessary. Because to be honest, if I didn't know that she was going to do that, I'd have been like, all right, that's a nice twist. That's nice. I'd have probably figured that out anyway. Yeah, they gave... This was another one of those movies that tells you how it's going to be resolved because they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. Like, like they li- soon as that woman rests, like before that, when they say, you know, you get his powers, whatever, I'm like, all right, it's obvious. Yeah, as soon as they say, well, first this happens and then this happens. Like, okay. So when that woman saves her, I'm happens, like, we need to make sure that doesn't happen. When that woman saves her and tells <laughs> her how to kill him, I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's like, we, I don't know. It's yeah, I, it was disappointing for me. I gave it like a five or four out of the acting was good. Acting was straight. The, I had one problem with we don't do that situation. This whole movie is a we don't do that situation, if we've been honest. <clears throat> I tried to, I suspended my disbelief on the I, idea that I did. Yep. He needed a vacation, it was all expenses paid, and they had the friend, they had the, uh, the little rail of the situation like do this on this day this day this day and then the i was like maybe some movie, time bro. has passed say what the last scene in the movie what was that are they setting up a sequel like what was the point i the line was unnecessary <clears throat> it was the scene was unnecessary the scene, I, the scene through just confused me um what was the other part oh but the one scene that pissed me off, she was told you can walk around this whole house except one room. One room. You already in foreign territory. You already the only uh, the, one of the maids was black, I think. <clears throat> You're the only American here. To get into that room, you have to do some extra stuff. There was absolutely no reason for her to do that. She had just got into a, a altercation. Funny story. Okay. The scene when they're about to go to the spa or pool thing. First of all, that scene's in the trailer where she's in the water and she's like, did you tell him? Has he talked about us or something? And she like bites, she like sucks the blood off her finger or something. Right. Before that scene, when she said, I'm about to go to the spa, I went to the bathroom. Crazy how I just told you a scene I didn't see, right? So I went to the bathroom, right? Quit. Took a piss. Quit. Came back. She was going into the library. She was told not to go into. I said, yo, what? What? (laughs) Yeah, that's like the worst possible time. I was like, what happened in this argument? Well, she's like, I have to go into this room. I had no business going into. Nothing. Nothing. She literally, she went to the spa. She was getting her nails done. The old girl was being weird. Uh, and the lady nicks her finger and then she sucks the blood. And <clears throat> she says, you know what? I just, I'm just going to leave. And she leaves the spa area. As she's walking down the hall, she's like, now's the perfect time for me to explore this spot that I shouldn't be going to. And so she goes in there. Now, what she found in there was confusing. 
Like, why was it there, first of all? Um, but then she has her little reaction, but then she lets him clap the cheeks like immediately after, anyway. Um I was I, about to say something crazy that was gonna come out. <laughs> I was about to say something crazy that was gonna you know what I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. All right, pause over everything I'm about to say, right? <laughs> I don't know what it is. No one I can't I fuck it, I'm gonna say it. I was gonna say, damn, can you blame her? Cause like <laughs> pause, right? <laughs> Cause right when this dude showed up, I'm like, man, he ain't gotta be that handsome. Like he was very handsome. He was, he was like, I was like, yo, he's like 1960s, 70s. I'm like, bro, like, why your cheekbones so strong? Why, like, like Gaston, like, like, yeah, like, like a Disney movie. I'm like, bro, you ain't even, y'all ain't even had to do this. Like, the man was handsome for no reason. It's <laughs> mad extra, and then he's acting handsome. Like that's what's right. That was got to do. Like, oh well, I'm sorry. Uh, like, come on, bro, with the. And it was stop, funny to me because she was like, but she seemed weak. She gonna fall for it. So like, he's a handsome dude. He's spitting game. Can you blame him? He got money. That's an understatement. Right. He, he's a count. I ain't mad at her for for letting him clap. It. I can't imagine there was any protection involved. No, I'm sorry, not account. He's a lord. Right. I can't imagine there was any protection involved. Oh, hell um, no. <clears throat> again, again, like if you're going to make a mistake. Anything like me. If you're going to make him, if you're going to make a mistake, it might as well be with a rich dick. <laughs> 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 it yes. 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 He couldn't be further full. You know what? It, it wasn't me. Yes. There we anyway, go. Anyway, so then, like you said, the twist comes. All right, two things. I got the we, we, we spoiling the shit out of the movie. I don't care. <clears throat> when she escaped, got to the town, got brought back. She frees the chick later, right? Mm-hmm. And tells her to get help. Where is she supposed to get help? You already established that the people in the town know what's going on. So where is that chick supposed to be running for help? What was even the point of saving her? That one chick that didn't like her, though? She has. She was what? The one chick that ain't like her had some big-ass titties. Um, The other one, I liked her, though, the short one. Yeah, she was cute. I I think I'm going to put her on my short list for supporting actress. Short list. I you know what? I I enjoyed her presence <clears throat> in the film. But uh, yeah, I gave it like a five or a four, man. I wasn't wasn't feeling it too much. I was disappointed, honestly. Yeah, shout out to Natalie Emmanuel um, in a starring role. I felt like, like you said, her performance. She should get more of these. Her performance was fine. I was yeah. entertained. She she She's felt a like symp- a- she does well playing a sympathetic character. She felt like a leading lady. Like, yeah. even though she nothing, was dumb, she was sympathetic. She made some dumb decisions, but yeah, I, I didn't have any problem with the character. She she had no family. This was an opportunity, you know. I, I I was able to suspend my disbelief on a lot of parts. The going in the library didn't make any sense. Um, but then everything from there, I was fine with. Just the pacing of the movie. The if I had seen the trailer, it would have been ruined anyway. Yeah. It becomes a completely different movie, like in those last twenty minutes. 
Um, it was like a romance that entire time, and that's not what I was expecting. Like, yeah, he didn't set that movie up properly. It doesn't sound like they probably tried to make the trailer action packed. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, and they shouldn't have done that. They made it seem like it would be a ready or not type of thing. Right. Like I didn't see ready or not, but yeah. I know most of that film is like you know. Oh, most of the movie is the action. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, like, it was. It, this, I thought most of this film was like she gets the. <clears throat> They they connect for a bit, boom, find out they, they suck blood. Boom. They're looking for it for most of the movie throughout this this one set in this mansion. And that's not what it is. So yeah, the first part, the the first three quarters of this movie is a regular person in a castle haunted type movie. Like yeah. it looks like some ghostly stuff is happening. Yeah. And then it flips and becomes the action packed part. Like ready or not was like we getting straight to the action. And it's blood and guts from there. So it felt like they didn't they didn't strike that balance right. I don't believe it probably should have been half and half. Um, I've seen movies do stuff like that and it works, but this one it took too long to get to the the action part. <laughs> we are an hour in. To this yeah, party. we're an hour, and we. I, I was I was going to ask. I was like, do you want to speed through this? Because I know you got like nineteen minutes until you. Uh, but you need to, you need to do something yourself actually before. Yeah, I know. Uh you have a fantasy draft. I had a fantasy draft last Thursday. Uh I had a fantasy draft last Thursday. Uh I usually do my fantasy draft on DraftKings, but uh you can hop on DraftKings Sportsbook since this weekend, week 1 of the NFL, which means it's time to play some bets. You can play some bets using DraftKings Sportsbook, which is the official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. And as an added bonus for week one, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. What does that mean? Let me break it down for you. Bet on an NFL team to win. If the team you bet on leads by 10 points, just 10 points, at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, just like that, even if your team loses. Some money you can't miss out on. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet this Sunday. That's code TBPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. The same show notes we told y'all the spoilers and stuff would be in. Uh, but now, back to the show. I think we should uh, start getting on this survey. Let's get it. So the last thing we wanted to talk about today um, was the there was a, a survey that ESPN did. They talked to a panel of NBA coaches, scouts, and executives on the hottest topics coming into the 2022-2023 season. I was going to hit more of these, but as we um, have killed the time, I'm going to try to kind of run through them. So the first one is who is the best player in the NBA right now? I got to admit, I expected at least one person to say Luca. I didn't. 11 said Giannis, three said Steph, one said LeBron. So you said you didn't expect any Lucas? Nah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, it was only 15 people. I think if when they do the... uh, league survey with the actual 
executives for all teams. Like when the league does that, I expect Luca to get some votes. <clears throat> Who will be the best player in five years? This is where I would have get. Yeah, this is yeah. So seven for Giannis, six for Luca, two for Tatum. I think the fact that Giannis has seven votes is is pretty telling. Gilbert Arenas. No, he, I guess there. This is, is assuming, I guess, that he learns the game of basketball. I don't know. The fact I mean, that, he'll be thirty-two. That's his. That's his prime. So. Yeah, he's he's already considered the best player, and now they still expect him to be the best player. In five years. Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, what else do we have? Third one: Who will be the MVP this season? Now we know the odds prognosticators say Luca. Uh, we know our boy KP seems to have a problem with the odds pro prognosticators i don't know why uh saying that it's going to be luca but this poll came out with five votes for Giannis. we know why he has a problem with it but four for luca and mb shout out kp man uh, we are not talking about christos Porzingis. by the way oh no 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 not not yeah 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 kp yeah. on the timeline shout out to kp um i'm not mad at this poll me either i Steph think that's fair Steph with one and Ja with one. I think the Ja vote is uh, <clears throat> if they were to get the one seed somehow, I, I think Ja would get MVP votes. Yeah, there's some guys that um, that I would have voted for, but we'll save that for a future episode. Jokic not getting any votes doesn't surprise me because... Nah, uh, not three in a row, bro. That's, they're they're going to have voter fatigue for sure. Yeah, this ain't Larry Bird, 1980s. No you got to win something before you start getting that third MVP. Yeah. <clears throat> Any other thoughts on that one? Um, not gonna lie, the the Joel and B thing kind of surprised me. Well, not surprised me, but I don't You've know been if I right want there twice in a row, right? Yeah, I don't know if I want to say this or save it. I'll save it. Okay. Um, I don't care about the rookie one. You? No. But they must have I don't know when they voted on this But chat is off Yeah I'm skipping the Durant Well it said in five years so Oh who will be the best rookie Oh okay I thought that was rookie of the year Okay my bad No best rookie in five years I think Um, This is funny Uh, Which team will Donovan Mitchell be on the day after the trade deadline And 14 out of the 15 said the Knicks That ain't happening Skipped over the Kevin Durant one Yeah I don't care Okay I just thought the, the Mitchell one was funny. I, I don't think anyone expected him to go to Cleveland, first of all. No, nobody. I mean, because the, the way it works, the big guys control the narrative, and they want these things to happen. They want players to go to New York. They want players to go to L.A., so they just talk about that all the time in the hopes that it somehow influences things. And then they don't. Shout out to the Jazz. Shout out to the the Cavaliers. Which team had the best offseason? The Celtics had the most votes, which didn't make sense to me. That don't make sense to me either. Uh, I think it's because maybe people saying they didn't lose anything and they added Brogdon and Gallinari before Gallinari got hurt, obviously. But um, I don't know. Uh, it's tough. I think they're looking at this based off of, oh, who got better? But yeah. obviously this was before the Jazz trade. The um, last trade, not the, yeah. first, the second trade. Um, if this was after the Jazz trade of Mitchell, Utah would have been number one for me. 
And they did um, finish tied second with Philly with two votes. But I think Minnesota should be on here as well. Adding Rudy Gobert is. I think Minnesota is probably my my winner. It's tough for me. I can't think. Um, I would have to like sit down with it, but yeah. I don't think I would have put Atlanta on here at all. Really, forgetting um, Dejounte. I love Dejounte. I'm not sure about that fit, but yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> Who else got votes? Clippers, Knicks, King. Kings were another one that had a good off season. I think. Yeah. Kings had a really good offseason. Not a really well, decently good offseason. And the Wizards too. I think the Wizards had a good offseason. The Wizards had a decently good offseason as well. Um <clears throat> trying to think. Is there I want to say those players, the people that voted Boston and Philly are probably voting based on best who put themselves in the best position to win, basically. Yeah. This is how those votes probably and went. they did get better. <clears throat> but you yeah. know. Anything else? Nope. All right. Where we at? Team had the worst offseason. This is the main one I wanted to get to. This is interesting. Dallas had six votes for worst offseason. The next closest was Charlotte with three, who had three players, I think, get arrested. Two players, uh, two players got arrested. One arrested himself to thought. Um Brooklyn had two votes. Denver with one. I don't know what they did wrong. The Lakers got one. The Wolves got one. Haters, maybe. I really want to know who voted on this, and yeah, I'm gonna speak on it. Yeah, they they got some random ass people from Black Dallas Black. Mavericks. Been getting six votes is fucking ridiculous to me. We know nowhere close that we have the worst offseason. Not even close. You don't think it's even debatable? I don't even think it's debatable. We lost Jalen Brunson. We lost Jalen Brunson. That's it. That's that's the and he went to New York. So I'm guessing they got some New York people. I don't know, oh. but that's. It's we didn't even have a bad offseason in my opinion, but that's not we a hit. Neutral offseason, in my opinion. Neutral offseason. Cool. Like maybe we didn't get better, but we didn't get worse. In my opinion, we got better, but I don't think we got worse at all. And then we we got a, a steal in the draft. So a, yeah, we had a we had a we there's had a, a team that belongs on here that should have more votes than anybody that isn't. They're not on the list at all. Not on the list at all. Who is it? The Miami Heat. Yeah, they lost. They've made no moves. <clears throat> they lost the key piece and PJ Tucker. They have not replaced. That's true. And That's all I'm I, saying. I think this was before this was before the Donovan trade. So maybe they were thinking they were still in that. I have no idea. It, well, no, because most of them said that he was going to end up on the Knicks, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <clears throat> I think the the Brunson stuff is is carrying a lot of weight here. They lost him for nothing, a West executive said. Then turned around and gave JaVale McGee a lot of money and traded for Christian Wood. So they don't like Christian Wood either. That's that's the big, big decider factor. Hey, you know what? That's <laughs> what it is. The Hornets hired back the coach that they fired like a couple years ago. I think the Nets being on here is fucking ridiculous too. The Nets? I think that had to be just based on the, the turmoil of – I think, and then they didn't lose him. So I think putting them on here before a trade even happens, just thinking that a trade is going to happen, is bad journalism. It is, and and there's a lot of that out there. Because to be quite honest, all things considered, Nets had a good off season. They added Royce O'Neal. Yeah, they got better. They added T.J. Warren. They had they a lot kept, of. They kept their guys. 
They had a lot of country. They had a lot of noise, but nothing bad actually happened to them. Like in retrospect, they had a good offseason. Great, even for they are compared to some of these other teams. Well, I need to work him. I don't. Know. What's the most surprising move of the offseason? Go Bear to Minnesota was number one with ten votes. I think that's about. I don't have any contention with that. Um, I would say yes. That's definitely because I don't even think that was rumored at all. So. No, not at all. Who wins the East? Bucks seven, Celtics seven, Heat one. Those are the only three that got votes. Yeah, it's between the Bucks and Celtics for me, and I'm going with the Bucks. Yeah, Bucks. I'm, you know, I'm a Giannis guy, so yeah. I'm all in on on Giannis. In the West, the Clippers with eight votes, Suns with three, Warriors three, Nuggets one. Um. I, I would. I, I would go Clippers number one as well. Yeah, I'm not uh, mad at this, this at all. I don't know if I would tie the Suns and Warriors together, <clears throat> but I think um, it's hard to like drop either one of those teams. So yeah. that, like, it makes sense that they would keep them high. And like, then, let's not get it twisted. The Suns are still a legit team, even though we fucked them up. Right. They just had a moment. <laughs> yeah, they, we just fucked them up. Um, and the Warriors are the Warriors still. Yeah. Uh, until until we somebody dethrones them while they're healthy. Um and then the Nuggets should be healthy this year. We'll see how long that lasts. So I'm not mad at them being the fourth team there. And then after that, it gets really crazy in the West. Um and I do think health will be in a, a factor. NBA champs, five votes for the Clippers, four for the Bucks, four for the Celtics, two for the Warriors. I'm not mad at that either. I'm not mad at that. Okay. Any other thoughts? Um, nah, honestly, I just, I wish, I wish there's a survey that comes out after that Donovan Mitchell trade, because I think that tips the scales on things a lot, especially in the East, like the Eastern conference, the the, the Cavaliers are leapfrogging a lot of teams in the East now. I agree. And I'm pretty sure we'll do a a standings prediction before the season starts. So I'm not going to get into it right now. I don't know if we'll do it with Dalton. But we'll we'll do we'll definitely do one. Okay, yeah, I'm not going. I'm not going to say where I think they are right now. I'll save it for that. But I think they're leapfrogging a lot of teams. <laughs> yeah, it should be. It's going to be fun. I haven't really sat down with a lot, like on purpose. Like I've intentionally stayed away from thinking about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's going to be fun to sit down with it. It's gonna not be fun for sure. Say what? No, I said for sure. Uh, any other thoughts? before we get up out of here and I get this draft cracking. Nah, that's pretty much it for me. All right. I think we, uh, <clears throat> I think we're okay on time. We had two ads to read live. I'll figure out where they are. I'll put it in the show notes. And uh, man, it's, it's getting close to that time where we're going to start ramping up on the serious Mavs talk and, and, and having plans and stuff for y'all. I appreciate y'all grinding with us through this off season. Every listen helps. Uh, every five star review, even if you've given one before, see if it'll let you give another one. Um, I think after a while they roll off, you can update, and put another five star in there. I think it still counts. So keep that in mind. Uh, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, I believe both are the two that allow you to, to leave those five star reviews. Uh, Reese mentioned the YouTube, Mavs Outsiders. 
uh instagram mavs outsiders pod we're trying to get the followers up over there we'll start posting some more content on there as well we again appreciate the support love y'all reese if you don't have anything else to say i'm gonna get out here to this draft time to win this league till next time peace peace good luck on the draft brother gracias Thank you.